Welcome back to the Jason Rand Show. Interim Chief Carmen Best is back in the running to become the next permanent chief of the Seattle Police Department. Over the weekend, one of the top three finalists dropped out. Joining me with his live reaction is Sergeant Rich O'Neill. He is the vice president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild. Sergeant, good morning. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sir, are, are you pleased with this development over the weekend? Yes. Um, you know, it was very perplexing um, when it originally happened that she was not in the top three. Um, and we just couldn't figure it out. And, um, you know, so we are we are very happy that the uh, mayor has uh, placed her in the top three uh, and she's in full consideration now. How cautious are you that this was a legitimate move versus just kind of meant to shut down some of the criticism? Because uh, and, and I made this point earlier on in the show. If she wasn't already in the top three, and now she is, doesn't that mean that the two people ahead of her are still going to be better considered or more considered for this job? And putting her in that top three just yeah, quells some of the criticism? I, I could, yeah, I could see where someone would think that. But, uh, you know, I've been through this uh, selection process before uh, when Chief Kurlikowski left. And, you know, I've been on 38 years. Uh, the mayor can choose who they want. And... The selection committee is basically just a advisory uh, mm-hmm. committee. There is no scoring like I'm first, you're second, third. It, it, it doesn't work that way. And the mayor can pick whoever they want. And like with, uh, I know Chief Stamper, Chief Kurlikowski, they weren't in the top three. And the mayor who at that time just went down and picked them because that's, that's who they wanted. So, um, I don't, I definitely don't look at it as these two are somehow, you know, higher than she on on that i mean i don't think anybody uh can match uh chief best for being in tune with the community and and also in tune with the rank and file and that's why it was so perplexing yeah. to start it's like how do you get a candidate that uh the community wants the rank and file wants it, it just sounds like a win-win sounds like uh you know, you please everybody. And that's the thing. So I've been covering, obviously, SPD issues over the, the last couple of years and certainly over the last couple of months been breaking some stories. And literally every single officer I have spoken to has said tremendous things about interim chief Carmen Best. So for, from your perspective and from the perspective of the rank and file officers, why does she have so much respect? Well, you know, she first of all, she's come up through the ranks Um and, uh, you know, let, let's be honest, when she joined the department, it, it wasn't easy uh, for a, a woman. It wasn't easy for a woman of color to make their way up through the ranks. Uh, and, and she did that. And, uh, you know, to get to the, the place of being the deputy chief under Chief O'Toole, she was at her right hand when we went through the Department of Justice settlement agreement. Uh, she was there for all of that massive change. Uh, and, you know, then when Chief O'Toole left, you know, she has been the acting chief. And, and you know, I, I just want to say from a guild perspective, you know, uh, we go into her office when officers are facing discipline, and we haven't always agreed with her uh, on the discipline. But what we have done is we've respected uh, the decisions she's made as being at least thoughtful, uh, and, and then she's made some, some tough calls. Uh, a few times she's overturned discipline. And sometimes she has given out discipline. So, um, you know, she's fair. She's uh, and and she just uh, really put some thought into her decisions. 
Just joining me, I'm talking with Sergeant Rich O'Neill. He is the vice president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild. Over the weekend, one of the top three finalists for the role of chief of police of the SPD dropped out of the running. McClay is no longer being considered now. Interim Chief Carmen Bess is back in the uh, finalist pool. Do you think the mayor has been open to the criticism that the cops and the community have been putting out there? Is this a direct move of, of that pressure? Well, I, I can't say it's, it's a direct move, but I can say this. The police chief is the most important decision that a mayor will ever make. Um, you know, they make a lot of appointments. The police chief is, bar, you know, is, is by far the most important one. And I, I think the mayor wants to get it right. Um, I, I know she wants to get it right. Um, and, and hopefully by, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with listening to the community. There's nothing wrong with listening to the rank and file. And at the end of the day, she has to make the call as to the person, you know, that she's going to be comfortable with dealing with some of the biggest crisis. When those phone calls come in at, you know, 2 a.m., she has to be comfortable dealing with, with the person who she selects. So it's been a couple weeks now since I broke the story of this mass exodus happening with the SPD where officers are either already leaving or or considering leaving or getting ready to leave all because of a combination of a a toxic environment in Seattle politics, the snub of Carmen Best, this uh, Office of Professional Accountability that seems to be investigating everything, plus the fact that you guys haven't had a contract for about three years now. The, the mayor said last week that I don't know what I'm talking about. She didn't name me by name, but she was talking about that particular report. Do I know what it is I'm talking about? Are you confident in the story that I published? I, I'm very confident in the story that you published. You know, uh, statistics are just that. You, you can look at them in all different ways and try to spin them whatever way. We, In my 38 years, I've never seen so many officers leaving. And we always have officers leave for retirement um, you know, some just get tired of the job and move on. But the thing that's new is officers in the range of about year three to year 10 um, are leaving and not leaving law enforcement. They're leaving for other communities. They're leaving for other departments uh, very close to King County Sheriff's, Nahomish County Sheriff, Lakewood, Olympia. Mm-hmm. And they're leaving because of the reasons you pointed out. Uh, you know, it, it's not just one reason. It's it's all these reasons. Um, and the, the you know, SPD, we are in a staffing crisis. Um, we have the same number of officers that we had in the 1970s, which is appalling when you think of, of all of the uh, population boom and industry that has come to Seattle over that time. And officers are fed up. So, uh, you know, the, the chief best thing was, was part of it. Uh, the contract is a huge part of it. I mean, the officers haven't had a raise in four years while the city has had is flush with money, is pouring money into social programs, um, and the officers just uh, have not had a raise. While the mayor has had a raise, the city council's had a raise. Uh, so officers are saying, you know what, I- I'm going to speak with my feet, and I'm, I'm going to leave. How much is this so-called de-policing responsible for some of the rampant homelessness <laughs> that we have here in Seattle? If an officer sees someone camped out on the side of the street, they can't go ahead and just move them along. Yeah, and, and I I don't call it de-policing. I that that has a real bad connotation. Like somehow the officers are you know sitting under a tree reading a book. Yeah, they want uh, to while they enforce the law. Excuse me. They they want to actually enforce the law. This is not them just saying, "Eh, I don't feel like doing it." Correct. Yes, they they want to enforce the law, but it is again very confusing messages. 
Um, you know, we have laws on the books that say you can't camp on city streets. We have laws on the books that say, you know, you can't sit and lie on, on downtown business sidewalks during the day. But when they go and make that arrest and they make that enforcement effort, uh, the person isn't prosecuted. Uh, you know, the city attorney will choose to, you know, let them out. Uh, so the officers quickly learn that it, it doesn't make any sense to just keep arresting the same people over and over. And, and then when they do make the arrest and the person is released and the person makes a frivolous complaint, now the officer is into our, uh, you know, overscrupulous discipline system that, that, you know, will hammer the officer because they, you know, were 10 seconds late yeah. turning on their video camera or something like that. So the officer gets a, you know, a bad mark on their uh, discipline record. So it, all of these things are contributing to it. Um, but the laws are there. The laws are on the books. And it's just a matter of uh, the decision being made to go out and enforce them and prosecute it, it's it's maddening, I know, from your perspective, because it's maddening from my perspective as someone who just lives in Seattle. Again, I've been talking with Sergeant Rich O'Neill. He's the vice president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild. If you want to read my story on the mass exodus, as well as the hero officer, Nick Guzley, being cleared for disciplinary action after he took down an axe-wielding man, just head on over to KTTH.com. Sergeant O'Neill, I appreciate you stopping by this morning. Sure thing, anytime. Absolutely.